Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys, welcome to episode 31 of the Yinzers podcast. I'm Samantha James, here with our co-host Jordan DeFigio. Morgan couldn't be here, she's being held hostage by her work. Stupid work. So rude, so yeah, rude. Oh. Well, we miss so, you Morgan, we'll, we'll see you next week. We do miss her, we do miss mm-hmm. her. We wish she was here because we know she would have some great things to say about the few things we're going to touch on this week. <laughs> We decided not to torture you guys and relive all of Thursday night football's game. Also, another reason why I hate Thursday night football, because it feels like it was a lifetime ago. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're going to jump straight into why this team causes us pain every week. I don't I don't get it. Um, I was just telling Sam before we started recording, I was at an event at a brewery in the city. So I watched maybe the first five, 10 minutes of the game. And then was like, no, I'm calling it. I'm calling it. I want to enjoy this evening. And I will not if I'm watching the Steelers and I came home and I went to bed early and it was great. But it's the same thing every week. And the fact that they just don't like I and it, I I just feel like a broken record. I understand that they have some pretty key injuries on defense specifically, right. and right. their offensive line is spotty at best, ass trash <laughs> yeah. at worst. But oh my god, like it! I, I just I don't even know, like the. The shit that Chase Claypool pulled was just oh my next gosh. level dumb. So first he had the penalty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on. Finally, the Steelers are g- gaining momentum, which, I mean, I mean, it was 29 to nothing at one point in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that I was watching it at a bar, tons of people had already left the bar. Um, Steelers Twitter was like, you know what? I'm turning the game off. This is a repeat of, you know, last week. Mm-hmm. it's they're just they're just over it it's like mm-hmm. he does that you made a yeah. catch you I don't know what you thought that was like Trey Turner's running over trying to get the ball out of his hand to get back as fast as he mm-hmm. can and Chase Claypool's like you know what I'm, I'm just gonna celebrate I'm gonna burn 10 seconds 
I think it was even more than 10 seconds off the clock to celebrate a fucking catch. Mm -hmm. What are you thinking in that moment? And then in hindsight, you know, the Friermuth catch and drop or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call that in the end zone at the very end. Um, you could tell like instantly that Pat was visibly upset about that. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you were hit by three men at the same time. I understand. Yeah. I catch the ball, but in my opinion, Pat did his job to the best of his Mm -hmm. ability in that circumstance and had Claypool not wasted 10 seconds. We would have had another shot Yeah, to throw a touchdown. Yep. And so that just, God, yeah. And then the comments at the end of the game, like, not even accepting any responsibility for mm-hmm. it. I just that that blows my mind. I don't understand what the disconnect is with him it, because it it's always kind of been there mm-hmm. for him, right? And it seems like it's only gotten more prominent right. over the last. He's only been in the league for his second season, so. What? It's like, not earned. Like mm-mm. he hasn't had a great season. You know, I saw it's funny because I wanted to respond to this person on Twitter and be like, you clearly don't watch this game, but somebody arguing that they would take Claypool over Juju for the specific reason that they feel um Chase Claypool plays harder than Juju. And I'm like, what game are what? you watching? Because Juju is one of the most physical receivers that we've mm-hmm. ever had um why he's injured probably and yeah, yeah juju tiktoks and juju does this or that but juju has never done anything on the field selfishly like that yeah that put that detrimented the team and so it's just there's there i i there's i just feel like my the wires aren't ever connecting anymore when it comes mm-hmm. to the Steelers. in my mind i just I know. can't I just, I don't know. But the only thing that you could potentially compare in terms of circumstance and decision-making was Juju dancing on the logo. Right. But, but that still, it's not, you really can't compare them because that was before the game. Maybe it set a tone for the rest of the game, you that's mm-hmm. impossible to say. It's all right. subjective. Right. It depends on how you look at it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, look at this team right now. Do you right. really think that they are, for the past three years, have been threatening to anybody? I don't mm-hmm. think anybody's afraid of the team. They're not intimidated by the Steelers. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But Juju would never, ever... Do something like that within the confines of the 60 minutes that they play that would hurt the team like like he did. Juju also very much well knows how to speak to the media and what to say and what Mm -hmm. not to say, whereas Claypool has no idea. He's just like, "Mm, you know what, I'm not going to accept any responsibility and just blow it off. And yep it's not a big deal and it is what it is. And so yeah, the the other thing that bothered me, um, which I wish I had the specific quote of it pulled up, but I, Mm -hmm. I do remember somebody asking Mike Tomlin, you know, are there coaches jobs on the line here? 
and his rebuttal was something along the lines of, you know, the coaches aren't missing tackles. The coaches aren't doing this. The coaches aren't doing that. And I'm just like, the coaches aren't doing their fucking job either. How are you watching? Yeah. We were down 29 to nothing. Mm -hmm. We should never be down 29 to nothing. Especially, okay, so sure, defense, whatever. We've talked about it all the time, yada, yada, right. yada. Stephon Tewitt's not in. Tyson Alawalu's not in. Uh, right. TJ Watt has been in and out. It, mm -hmm. Your 39-year-old quarterback put up 28 points in the span of what? Less than 30 minutes? What was yeah. it, like 20 minutes that yeah, he, he worked it was with? A like small, small amount of time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. If, if your offense with the glaring weaknesses that it has is able to do that, obviously coaching is the biggest problem that this team has. I, yeah. I would venture to say that maybe people will disagree with me. I don't know. But the fact that the off, like when Ben takes control of the offense and just runs with it, mm -hmm. it looks like a completely different team. How is that not on coaching? And you know right. what? If you have players pulling the – like doing what Chase Claypool did, do, like not really even trying, like we're seeing mm -hmm. Devin Bush right now, like that is – it falls squarely on the shoulders of the coaching it staff. It does. Um, I know we've, talked, we've touched on this before, and it's something that Steelers Twitter is highly emotional about. Mm -hmm. highly divided about um their rebuttal is always Tomlin has never had a losing season that is always what it mm -hmm. comes down to and while that may be true you can't look at the team the past few years and tell me that there's not an issue mm -hmm. clearly an issue um I don't know I I don't I don't mm -hmm. see Tomlin um being fired by any means, I actually think that Tomlin will leave on his own terms. I think that he mm -hmm. will be here until he retires. Yeah. That's the Rooney way. He's the third coach that they've had in the Steelers history. It is what it is. But do I expect real changes to come until then? Probably not. No. I so. think this team is pretty gridlocked into what we're seeing, at least the yeah. pattern. Maybe not the right. same personnel but the same pattern and mm -hmm. the issue when it comes to debating coaching for the Steelers is that it is always one extreme or the other there's mm -hmm. really no middle ground for um intelligent discourse on the topic because people are either like who would you rather have besides Mike right Tomlin who are you going to pick who's going to do a better job and then Always. people on the other side are like get rid of him he sucks he's the worst coach yeah. Ugh, he hasn't done anything I think that there's somewhere in there where you can say I don't know who I would pick over Mike Tomlin honestly right. like I I like the guy. I really do think that he is a he has qualities of a great quote coach. Oh my god, this is what this team is doing to me. Great coach, 
However, I do think I've been saying this for years now. It feels like maybe it's only two weeks. Who knows? Time is nothing when it comes to this team, <laughs> but he needs to feel the heat a little bit. Yeah. If, if he actually believed that maybe his job wasn't secure mm-hmm. and it was dependent upon not just performance, but results. Right. I feel like we would see a little bit of a different shakeup going on here, but no, they're, they're, you're right. He's going to keep his job here until he retires. And mm-hmm. he has his wackadoo, like whatever he does with his coordinators is method. It's just, it makes no sense, but it's just the same old every single year. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Randy Figner or Matt Canada, it's because you can't tell the difference. You nope. literally can't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. It's like we were so excited to get a new offensive coordinator. Yeah. I don't even think anyone was like questioning it because we were just so excited uh-huh. to have somebody new. Just because Randy, right? We were just like, oh, mm-hmm. anybody but Randy. Like nobody could be worse than Randy. Just kidding. Somebody can be equally as terrible. It's literally the same playbook. So just kidding. And the defense just, again, injuries, whatever. Um, okay, let's let's dive into Devin Bush. This yeah. has been a very interesting, uh, volatile subject, I would mm-hmm. say. It yeah. brings out a lot of emotions. Um mm-hmm. So this we have talked about Devin Bush several times on this podcast recently. Yeah. One of the main things that we actually did talk about was that we thought it was a mental block that mm-hmm. was holding Devin Bush back. He essentially came out and said that today. Couldn't elaborate it. Couldn't elaborate on it a lot because yeah. apparently his Zoom meeting with Brooke Pryor was six minutes or so. He did say... He believes he is physically performing as he was before, even if the stats don't show that, but that nobody on the Steelers team is performing or is is playing to their potential. I think TJ Watt would like a word. Also Cam Hayward. Cam Hayward would like a word. I think Alex Highsmith has had a Mm -hmm. great season. Um, In that game alone, um, Witherspoon had two interceptions, which – You know, these are players that really haven't – Witherspoon hasn't even really had the opportunity to be on the field and the first real opportunity that he had, two interceptions. Yeah, Ben. There's several players that we could name. Najee, yeah. I mean, yes. There's several Mm -hmm. players that we could list that absolutely have been playing to their potential. Mika is literally doing three jobs. Yeah. So that was a little hard – to read uh-huh. um i don't know what it's to just, think it's another disconnect and again I, like do I you guys wanna... need Go a ahead. team building exercise yeah. like i'm confused i don't know like do the veteran players in that room need to whoop your ass like i'm confused what is happening here because yeah. none of it's making sense anymore Mm-mm. everybody not everybody that is extreme but these younger players with the exception of Najee, mm-hmm. like the in the spotlight, it just feels like these big name players in their first two, three seasons are just 
they are not filtering what comes out of their mouths mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they just spew. And yeah. it's, it's difficult to pinpoint what the issue is because we don't see inside the locker room and we're right. very limited in terms of what we know about what goes on at practice. But, oh my goodness, when you, again, see a pattern of things like this, when players are saying things to media members that make you go, what? What? Yeah. There's in, there's a deeper issue that's going on. And that, again, for me, goes back to coaching. Right. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Right. Like, maybe your players need to actually do some mental exercises mm-hmm. because there's also no way that your veteran players on that team or the players that have been playing up to their potential and more are going to see that and be like, not think a certain way about it. Yeah. It's not going to build anything. There's going to be no rapport there at all. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. And it just makes you wonder, like, what is going through your head when you said that trying to get like the focus off of you? Like we're Mm -hmm. very aware of what players are not living up to those potentials, but is it everybody on the team? Absolutely not. No, that is such a dumb thing to say, especially when you're playing alongside TJ Watt, who mm-hmm. is in the running for defensive player of the year. Right. I really don't get it. That one, I um, really don't know how to. Nope. And when you look like, yeah, okay, you can be having a solid season and have like, modest stats like I feel like that's what's going on with Minka right now like he with the exception of those few weird missed tackles he's Mm -hmm. been having a decent season Mm -hmm. because he's just so good at what he does that he just for the most part right you don't notice him right but we see week in and week out what Devin Bush is and more importantly is not doing. Mm-hmm. And it goes so far beyond just not having stats to back up your performance. It's just not really performing at all. It's like Literally. he's actively trying to avoid the football. And <laughs> kind of how it seems at this point. Yeah. There are players who know how to interact with the media and things to say and things not to say. And there are players who just don't. And you can give honesty without full disclosure. Like mm-hmm. you can have that sort of bedside manner or whatever. Right, right. Like, yeah, my mental game is not there, but I want to get better. I, right. I want to catch up. Why in the world he went it like it feels like Michael Scott when he's like trying to promise the investors at this this uh, shareholder meeting that they are going to figure out how to avoid bankruptcy and he just keeps going and going and going and going and it's like can you please shut up 
you were fine five seconds in, but that six second really got you. Please shut up now. That's where it ended. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. I just am so like, it's a, it's a game. It's a sport. Mm-hmm. It's a team that is supposed to provide entertainment. And the fact that they are so exhausting is even more exhausting because it's like, I, I don't want to care about this as much as I do, but I do. I actually didn't even care about football all weekend. Like, again, it just ruined. Mm-hmm. I was so emotionally drained from watching. First of all, I wasn't yeah. even recovered from Sunday's game mm-hmm. to play Thursday night football. I, yeah. I don't even know, like, what day or time or week it is at this point uh-uh. because my emotions have been just so up and down. I Yeah. Nope. Some team done with it yeah okay and the unfortunate thing is that the afc north is such a cluster freaking dumpster fire yeah unfortunately (laughs) the steelers might still make the playoffs which means that they'll keep living in this delusion that they're not a bad football team from top bottom the afc north is operating right now oh my gosh like all you know what from grace just put all of us together and we could have maybe one complete team because yeah just throw the whole afc north away at this point none of us none of us deserve to go anywhere it's 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 just horrible yeah the nfl doesn't need this kind of garbage it's just so bad it's so, it's so inconsistent. Um, yeah, I didn't pay attention to any game at any point yesterday. I was just I, so I just know every team that we needed to lose did lose. So, of course. Which, again, that's why we're still in it because everything's freaking unpredictable. Ravens should have beat the Browns. Did not. The cycle, the cycle continues. It's... It's anyone's um, it's anyone's division at this point. Um, oh man! Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm emotionally drained. I don't know if I can make it through the the rest of the season at this point. I'm wondering how we're gonna do it. Oh god! Um, just I just keep going through the the process in my brain. We have all these games left. We might make the playoffs. Even if we did get a high draft pick. Does that mean that they would address all the problems that the team has? Uh, probably not, because part of the issues are our coordinators and our head coach's perception of our coordinators. Yeah, and it just it just keeps going round and round and round, mm-hmm. and it really does feel like a a, a cycle we're going to be stuck in. Yeah, a circus, a circus. cycle that is just going to continue until Tomlin's gone, and. I I feel like with how angry people love to get, it does need to be said. Like, the Steelers are one of the most well-respected franchises in the NFL. They're, mm-hmm. like, being a Steelers fan has been, for the most part, really awesome. Right. But I think that, much like Browns fans always like to remind us, the six rings don't matter anymore because it's not what's happening right now. So right. if you apply that same logic, 
now and looking into the future, it is kind of bleak and that it is. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. it. Is. It's probably not going to be a fun few years for us. Um, no. Also because the Steelers <laughs> usually are never in a great drafting position. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a winning season with duck. Yeah. With a duck. So they'll find a way. They always find a way somehow. They always do find a way. This year is going to be the hardest way. Looks it looks like, but it's they'll find a way. We'll see. All right, we're gonna move on to something positive because Jordan mm-hmm. and I can't take any more of this. Please make Steelers it stop. Talk. Please make it stop. We went off this ride. Yeah. Um, as you guys know, we are doing a jersey gift away. Woo. Um, we started this, I don't know, kind of developed out of nowhere. We wanted to gift a jersey to maybe a family or a child that couldn't afford one or that was deserving of one. And instead we got way more people wanting Mm -hmm. to support that cause than we were getting nominations. So instead we are now taking donations for a Jersey gift away. And we're going to be taking those jerseys to um, university of Pittsburgh children's hospital. Mm -hmm. Right. Is that what we're taking? Yeah. Um, So I think we've raised, over two thousand dollars the last I checked. Oh my god! Our, amazing. Our, it's like it's mind blowing. Like Ugh. it's crazy. Um, I think our goal was three thousand. I don't know where we're at now. Morgan has the the Venmo and the PayPal links, but so oh gosh, if you awesome. want to donate, um, you can Venmo Yenzers Y I N Z H E R S, and then there's a link on our Twitter for it as well. I'm sure we're going to document this somehow. I doubt that we'll mm-hmm. be able to like live stream it. We'll see. I don't really know what that protocol will be, but we definitely yeah. plan on sharing it with you guys. It's going to mm-hmm. be an amazing experience. We're so excited to do this with all the bad things that the Steelers have brought us this season. We're hoping that this is something that we can give back to the community yeah. that brings a smile to everyone's face. So we're super, super excited about it. It's going to be awesome. Really looking forward to that. I can't wait. I literally, I'm gonna cry. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't cry, and I know I'm gonna cry. Like giving children jerseys and like, gosh, it's gonna be the best. My heart, yes. Yep. Oh. (sighs) Woo. All right. Well, that's it. That is it. So let's wrap this thing up. It's been real (sighs) as always. Thank you for kicking it with us, Steeler Nation. Be sure to follow us if you aren't already on Twitter at Yinzers and on Instagram at Yinzers Official. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen on YouTube so you can kick it with us every week for another episode of Yinzers. Yeah.